Welcome to How Is She Though. Hi. Hi. Welcome in. We opened our door. The fireplace is going. We got some hot cocoa for you. The crackling, crackling logs are inviting you in. Come yeah. sit on this bare carpet and touch my naked body. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about the cocoa. We didn't put anything in it. No, no, no. <laughs> Only marshmallows. Mm, and um, they're homemade marshmallows. If you are joining us for your first time, this is a RuPaul's Drag Race recap podcast. And uh, Nicholas and I are fully naked every time we record this and yeah. well, lying on a rug and inviting listeners to find our home yeah well now we're up in big bear this is our log cabin that we have together um and when we record up here our rule is our rule is naked. always be naked yes um yes again so if it's your first time uh i implore you to go back in time uh theoretically through our podcast yes and just take a nice little stroll down our locations. Um, we've been to, I don't know, I want to say Malibu. Yeah, we had our Malibu pool that is still currently being it's, investigated. It's drained. There was um, a, a body found. Emilio Estevez, to be specific. Thank you. And we had our apartments. <laughs> <laughs> and our apartments. And then we also had uh, the vacation home. That's right. Where we haven't been back <laughs> we have not the, the studio city vacation home. Uh, yes we're now we're we're currently in the log cabin up in big bass yeah. <clears throat> well um mm. because this is a rupaul's drag race recap podcast um nicholas and i felt it was important for us to attend rupaul's drag con 2018 we felt we would be frauds if we didn't go absolutely and i'm not gonna lie it's a tax write-off <laughs> <laughs> It is a tax write-off, yes. So, if we make a certain amount of money by the end of the year. Which I, we're, we're encroaching. <laughs> we're encroaching. There's Word nothing, of the day. There's nothing paper. I love more than talking about finances openly. Hmm. There's nothing I love more than when someone says encroaching. Is that the right word? Yeah. Because it's also like approaching. Those, are two, those two words sound very similar and they mean... Get it together, English. Oh, you're saying me. <laughs> okay. Together um, English. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so we went to DragCon. Uh, you know, it, was, it wasn't too bad, the price of the admission. It felt like it, we second we got in there, we were like, oh, this is worth it. Well, I think what it, I mean, the price of admission is kind of, it's not, it's not that bad. No. But what it is, is that it costs a lot to do anything else once you're inside. Yeah, that's the big, the big dealio. Yeah. But uh, but I but I um, have a lot of money, so it was not yeah. a big deal for me. Do, you, do the people with the VIP passes have to pay to do the pictures? I don't think they do. Do they? I don't think so. I think if you have a VIP pass, you've maybe it is worth it to get the VIP pass. I honestly, I just realized it sounded like we're probably like subtly plugging. People should pay for that VIP pass. Oh, we are no. We wish we had affiliation with DragCon. <laughs> Surely, we are. We are going to work. Uh, our way into world of wonder eventually mm-hmm. and hopefully be a sponsored podcast by them. <laughs> but until then we are just two naked, very men. rich naked men <laughs> up in big bear or Malibu Yeah, life. Uh, and I had a good time. I think DragCon was actually, I really encourage people to go. Um, there's one in New York and there's one in LA Yeah, if you and they're super one. fun. Yeah. I, I really liked it. It was just f- it felt really fun being in a super gay space. Yeah. Uh, it, we got to see tons of the queens and like other queens that I have no idea who they are, but they look amazing. I would say like, I would encourage you to just go with like a, a small group of people you're very comfortable with. Like it doesn't feel like I would want to go with a big group and make no. it an event. It's it, just kind of fun to wander around. It's like almost like going to a mall and window shopping. Yeah. I, when we first got in there, I like had a little like, a twinge of anxiety just because there was so much to look at and to do. Yeah. So I imagining going with like a really large group, I would hate it because everyone would want to have do their own. Exactly. Thing and, and nobody would want to break up. Nicholas and I are for the most part, pretty mind melded at this point. So everything I was feeling, I was like, oh, God, I need, I need to eat right now. And yeah. it was like on the same page. Exactly. Yeah. Also there's dogs up in this big bear mansion. So, Oh, it's a mansion cabin, a cabin mansion. <laughs> yeah. Um, these are wild wolves. Yeah. They're and- wild wolves. So if you hear some, just forgive us uh yeah the, there was a couple highlights i would say so when we first got in 
Um, well, immediately, like we walked down this hallway and then there she was like a, like the, uh, gold at the end of a, a rainbow, mm-hmm. Michelle Visage. And there next to that gold was a pile of poop on the ground and it was Ross. Matthews. No, <laughs> Ross is beautiful. That I'm kidding. Soul. No. Are you kidding, honey? That soul and Ross, <laughs> Ross has a soul. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> He's got a beautiful soul, honey. Um, he actually had a bigger line than she did too. She was like, "Yeah, this is the thing." I don't. I they. Some people are like, in order to say hi to me, hug me, whatever, you have to buy a shirt, which you know, whatever, yeah. all's fair. You're, you have to pay for the booth, so you might as well make your money's honeys. Um, but it's like, then it kind of like makes it feel weird because it's like Michelle Visage had like maybe five people in line. Yeah, and that just feels weird. She's like the. Qu- I mean, she's not the queen, but she's like. She's the queen's sidekick. She's the queen's sidekick. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. And then the, right after that, so we saw Michelle Visage and it's like, yes. well, you know, after seeing someone on TV for so long, it's crazy. But then out of the mist, gorillas came <laughs> and attacked everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you might have read it on the news. Um, a eight year old, a nine year old drag queen. Mm hmm. Named Lactatia. Queen Lactatia. Queen Lactatia. Who I had never heard of before. I know, yeah. She popped her pussy all over <laughs> the stage. She popped her juvenile pussy all over <laughs> the stage. Oh, boy. And it was a treat. Although, was... here's what I'll say. So, did you did you look her up afterwards? Uh, no, you, you did, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I you did. did for me. Um, did we talk about it? Did I forget that we talked about it? No, I just saw you looked her up and you saw that she had a ton of followers. Or well, oh, right. I looked her up there, but then I looked her up afterwards to okay. like just a little more in depth. It's kind of weird. Like she has to like 20K on Insta. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's not nothing. But it's something. That's not nothing. I'm not going to say that I'm that impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm just not that impressed. Yeah. Um, but she is... It's an interesting thing because at first I was like, whoa, this is so cool. A child drag queen, mm-hmm. like a child expressing queerdom in general, I think is super cool to see something kind of like imp- impactful. And yeah. when I was watching her for sure, I was like, whoa, yeah. I wish, I wish I had that I know, ability. Yeah. But then it also is like your nine-year-old drag queen, which is a v- traditionally very adult sort of environment. Mm-hmm. You definitely, I mean... I. It's definitely, there's a little bit of a stage mom thing going on. Oh, for sure. Even if it's light. Um, and she's kind of like being like re- like written up about all over the world. Like she's got a bunch of articles. You can Google her, Queen Lactatia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It just felt weird because she was like lip syncing and kind of twirling around like men in thongs and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because there's that go-go boy that was like yeah. two feet away from her. Yeah. That, that, you know, truthfully, this is like I, I mentioned this, that this has always been my like one thing about pride parades and stuff. I love them. I like love expressing, you know, pride in myself and being gay mm-hmm. and queer. But I always think it's weird that we have like parades that are very family oriented with like companies and the families come out and then you also have like like a gay bar float right after full of go-go boys with hard-ons yeah who are like fully like they're playing like who can get your cum on the bullseye (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean and that's my favorite game (laughs) now uh, don't get me wrong that's my favorite game that's my favorite game i just don't want to mix it with my family behind me the aarp parade uh, or the aarp float right behind it yeah it's a, a part of me is like maybe there should be like two parades or something like one like the family friendly one. There should be like a nighttime parade. Like yeah, actually that sounds so fun. Bizarre, like <gasps> that sounds so fun. Mm-hmm. There needs to be like Pride morning and Pride evening. Yeah, which there already kind of is because you know there's like the concerts and the parties. Yeah, that's not a parade. But it's not a parade. Um, exactly. So I think maybe they it would be it, and you can have some level of like like um sexualness i mean the whole it's a weird thing about that's a weird thing about being gay okay i'm gonna say it it's uh we are like talking about our sexual identity so Mm -hmm. there's gonna be sex involved in that yeah and even though it's not necessarily that's what's shit not shitty it's what's what's complicated sometimes about it like when you identify with your sexuality it's like you have to come out maybe to parents and then you're making in your head, especially, I feel like you're like, I don't want to have to talk about what I'm into sexually with everyone. Yeah. Publicly like this, but it's no. a major part of identity. Yeah. I mean, it's a big part of who you are. Um, 
especially I think one day it won't be a big part of who you are like it'll just be a thing yeah it's just, so it won't have to be talked about but like right now with the way society is and the world is it is a thing and it is part of your identity yeah you have to like kind of have to wear it like a badge absolutely um, um before we move on to start talking about the show yes um we should also mention that we went to RuPaul's keynote speech at DragCon. Oh, yeah. Yes, we did. And we got great seats. Yes, they were actually maybe the best seats. Honestly, because we got to leave when we wanted to leave. Because yes. here's the thing about RuPaul. I love RuPaul's my number one. Number one, like, celebrity figure. Yes. Like, I She's think, like our uh, Oprah. What Oprah is to sure. a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. Um, can do almost no wrong. And when she does do wrong, I'm. it takes me a lot to, like turn on her yeah with that said bitch can ramble oh my god it was like talking to that one relative when you, it's like thanksgiving and it's like an aunt or an uncle you haven't seen in a while and they they start asking you about your life and um you you start telling them the, the bare minimum facts because you want this conversation to end fast mm-hmm. but they keep going and it's going. like talking to our jennifer garner from last episode oh my god you go yes. out to she's your neighbor you go out to check the mailbox and she's like Across the street, like, hey, Chad, <laughs> hey, and, and you're you like, run away. you're like, oh my god, collect my mail and go, but it's too late. Her like super flat like spa slippers, yeah, are like, and she's right next to you, and she just starts talking and talking and talking. Jennifer Garner and RuPaul used to be neighbors, but they had to like move. RuPaul had to move out of that neighborhood because they both were hospitalized <laughs> from talking to each other too much <laughs> and being starved to death. Heat stroke. <laughs> Cause it was summer and like they were outside for days. Talking. It was, I think nobody stopped. Them. I think it was 86 hours. Yeah. Cause Ben Affleck was filming a movie. He was nowhere. To <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. her kids were just inside being like, finally reprieve, reprieve. Yeah. Look, thank God for the nannies. Cause they would have went hungry. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and RuPaul doesn't have kids. So right, RuPaul was fine. RuPaul's not, doesn't have any pets even. Oh God. It's crazy. That's actually the sign of a crazy person. I think. I, no, you can live alone. <laughs> Uh, li- li- like, well i guess she has a partner but like <laughs> you saying <laughs> you're just saying if, <laughs> if someone has no kids and no pets as a sign of a crazy person to me. i would i want to say the majority of our listeners probably fall into that category <laughs> <laughs> a well, lot of gay well, men fall is, into that category i want a pet i just i won't own one in the apartment i live oh, in. You, but like if people of who her. don't want to own pets i think are kind of are crazy? <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're really taking a stand. <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 it's a red flag for me. I'll say that much. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it as a crazy thing. I think it's some well, people. Let me just, just say one watch. thing. Our president it doesn't like dogs. It won't own an animal. He won't own an animal. He thinks they're disgusting. Is that is that a thing? Yeah. Trump actually says animals are disgusting. Yeah, he does, he won't own them. But did he say dogs are disgusting? I don't know if he used the word disgusting. I maybe exaggerate his tad, (laughs) but he refuses to own animals. Refuses to own animals. Yes, it's one. It's a custom in the White House for them to get an animal, a dog, and he they wouldn't do it. So that feels a little different. I feel like if RuPaul was was uh, our president, (laughs) which God, I cannot imagine how crazy that would be. I think that RuPaul would get an animal. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Well, and uh to get us back on track, the the one the one <laughs> We were off track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one like notable thing I think or two notable things I think we got from it were things that were kind of floating around the internet after which so you know, we got to say we were a part of some fucking history, bitch. Yeah. Not really light. But uh RuPaul brought Vanjie on stage. Yes. And just made Vanjie do her tricks. Yes. <laughs> Vanjie, Vanjie, you little monkey, do your do your dance. I'm clapping. I'm hitting the mic. But yes, Vanjie, please do your tricks for the audience. And everyone like ate it up. And it was like, I mean, that was the thing about DragCon. It's like you could not walk five seconds without hearing Vanjie, Vanjie, Vanjie. I know. Vanjie, it's like a car on a highway. Yeah, exactly. And then people were like screaming it in the, in the audience as it was happening. Mm-hmm. And then as RuPaul, you know, rambled, she got us right back on, got our attention again with uh, rapping her her like beginning part of Call, Call Me, Me Mother. Mother. Yeah, and it was cool. It was fun. She seeing just her. showed that she knew the first verse. Yeah, and she opened it. I I felt my takeaway from this whole experience was RuPaul has been taking speech classes or took speech classes in the past, and one of the lessons she learned was. 
in the first five minutes, charm them, make them, make them love you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what happened. And then after that, disregard everything, just ramble. Yeah. Just fill fill the time. She took like a how to open a speech class and then forgot to take the rest the of it. The other three courses. The other three <laughs> courses, which are how to middle a speech. How to how end to... a speech and how to add flourish. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bonus. That's like an extracurricular. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? What else? And then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we did not guys, buy those, merch. <laughs> the, but we did buy food and it was expensive. Yeah. $25 uh, waffle hot dog. That's For wild. real. Plus waffle barbecue fries. Yes. Yeah. God, so um, and then really quickly, we are promise we're going to get into this episode. I promise. Oh, so um, just wanted to comment. Did so? Did you hear about the Asia Eureka drama? I saw a video link that I did not click on because I thought it would be nothing. It um, kind of was ultimately. Uh, I just okay. wanted to mention it because it's drag race in the news. So Asia and Eureka um, had a little flare up online. Asia basically posted a story on her Instagram saying like, uh, uh, my favorite part about DragCon was going up and taking pictures with everyone, except for that one bitch who turned me away. And that one bitch, uh, after a lot of Nancy drewing on the internet, um, was Eureka. Basically, Asia away? yeah. So Asia went up to all the queens and took pictures and then people online were like, okay, let's figure out who it is. And they found Asia with pictures with all of the queens that were at DragCon, all of the season 10 queens were at DragCon, except for Eureka. There was no picture to be found there. So what's that about? So then she did an Instagram live on this subject and basically said she was not turned away by Eureka herself, but by Eureka's staff who didn't even recognize Asia and Ugh. was very offended by that and her feelings were hurt. So she wanted to post publicly that like just in general, that's not a good uh, relationship uh the move i guess yeah but ultimately not eureka's fault technically um i feel like i have sort i've developed sort of an anti eureka feeling inside me even mm -hmm. though i think she's so amazing I, there is something like there's enough people who are criticizing her or talk about her like yeah there's something that's off with me when i see eureka like it like the, i i think she's super talented she ha she checks all those boxes like I would get if she won this season. Yeah. I just I wouldn't love it because I don't like Eureka. Yeah. It's like, to me, it was like Fifi O'Hara was kind of the same way. Like, she checked a lot of those boxes. She was talented. She didn't, like, she made it to the top three uh, and it was justified. Yeah. But I don't like Fifi O'Hara. Right. <laughs> I didn't like her then. Yeah, she's kind of giving me the same vibe. And there's everything's so calculated about her. And I want other people to come out and talk positively f like for her in support of Eureka. Yeah. I, she is one of the most talented queens that's been on the show, though. She's undeniable. She's really, yeah. really good. She Her looks are always incredible, except for this episode. <laughs> I didn't like the mermaid look either. And the mermaid. So except for a couple. Her mermaid look and this look almost looked exactly the same. She's she's just at least someone who like plays the game very well. Yeah. She's very confident and loud and like it makes good TV. So Yeah. But anyways, that was that. I just wanted to touch on that before we get well, into I'm it. Team Eure uh, I'm, I'm about to say I'm, I'm Team, team Eureka. Eurasia. I'm team Eurasia. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 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 That's a thing. They could have been. They could. That could have been a match made in heaven if they would have been partners throughout the season. They could have been the next uh, Trixie Ta or whatever people call them. Oh, God. Katrixie. Yeah. Trixia. I don't know. They, call her, they also call him Mom. Ugh. <laughs> get out of here. All right. Well, let's get, get into the episode. Into it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, okay. So the queens enter the workroom this episode and uh, there's a lipstick message from the vixen saying, love, wait, evil triumphs? So, who knows what <laughs> hieroglyphics vixen threw on that fucking window or mirror? Love, evil triumphs? Love triumphs evil? Anyways, I mean, something it, about it. It was noteworthy. Yeah. But Asia quickly wiped it away. Yeah, good for her. Asia was just like, anyway, bye-bye. Swipe, swipe, swipe. Let's I loved it when uh, Trinity won the lip sync against <laughs> Charlie and waited no, like, did not wait at all. Didn't even and read just, it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Right away. I was like, yep, that's exactly what Charlie gets for bowing out the way. I forgot that. I forgot that. Um, Charlie was versus, uh, Jesus, you just said her name. Trinity. Trinity, yeah. Because yeah. that Trinity gave so much to that performance. <laughs> she like left it on the floor. That yeah. was the like, 
like okay, so their performance was exactly the same as um, Latrice and Kenya Michaels, but yes. like with but the all like it was like the the, the alternate universe yeah. version of it, where it's like the song matches that. <laughs> now I want if you're a listener out there and you want to do the work, switch the songs. Like put I want to go over Latrice and Kenya, and yeah. then put Natural <laughs> Woman over Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Trinity. And then you have different winners, probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Charlie would have been our, our reigning, our current reigning. But then again, also Charlie would have been touching his vagina to natural, natural woman, woman, which makes sense. <laughs> I guess. It makes Absolutely, sense. It makes sense. That's what know. natural natural vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, so Cameron kind of has been getting criticism from the other queens this season, but I think more and more as we go down. Yeah. For, for not being uh, as emotive yeah. and outwardly spoken and not celebrating her win. Yeah, yeah. Cameron definitely is the type of person who um, doesn't show a ton of emotion. Uh, I think people picked up on that. Like, she's been getting those notes from the judges even. Yeah. Um, they want to see more. And I think by the end of this episode, we saw a lot. Yeah, I think we got a little bit more. For yeah. sure. It's maybe not to the level of a Eureka or an Asia or whatever. Um, but you, I don't know. I, I'm glad with like the growth I'm seeing. And we still got another two, three episodes. You know, the the thought I've had while watching her is I'm like, at least I'm not annoyed of her, I guess. Yeah. Is that a fair criticism or is that a fair thing to say? I don't, I can't imagine anyone being like, I'm annoyed with Cameron. Like, because she hasn't given people enough to be annoyed Would with. Would you rather be annoyed Annoying or boring? And we're going to sit with this. <laughs> I'm really thinking. This yeah. That's a big question. I think and I'd like you have be, to pick. I think if if I'm still me in either one of the scenarios, like if that, I would rather be boring. Like, because I know, like knowing who I am, I just, it might be, you know, I'm not, I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. This it's a tough hard. one. I almost want to say annoying because at least well, I guess if you're authentic in either way, my thing is I, I feel like I would lean towards annoying probably in my natural life because eventually you learn to just be like, all right, I just got to do me no matter what room I'm in or whoever mm-hmm. I'm around. Yeah. So if my personality is grading to like those two people over there, I don't care. I'll be, I know how to read a room. I'm not going to be like an asshole. Oh honey, you can read a room. Unlike our host at fucking, drag race last night we're not going to name the bar we went to but we went to a bar and i just here's my major major criticism if you're like i don't this host couldn't have been like more than 40 Uh, it's probably like 50 no yeah well she looked great yeah uh bearded queen Mm -hmm. high heels it was she looked cool i was into it but if you are, I mean, I she was in between. I would say she's in between forty and fifty. Honestly, could yeah. have been more than fifty. And either way, it is not a good game to play to just like talk shit about like, oh, you young faggots don't know what the love boat is. Da da da. It's like, oh my god, roll Chad, your eyes. You just said faggot for the first time on the podcast. Did I? Yeah. Oh, did remember when we talked about this? We were like, we're not ready to say it yet. Yeah, and it just came out. It just came naturally. Well, I, I'm quoting someone else, but also. I have, we have a lot of thoughts on the <laughs> use of that word. I'm okay saying it. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, but yeah, this guy would, would not stop making jokes about how like half the audience is like our side and like other people who are on our side where we were like the young, younger crowd, I guess, but not even like it was a wide variety and we weren't responding well to his comedy because it was, it wasn't even self deprecating. It was like insulting people for being young yeah, without even really giving, it's like... Like, the bitch made a joke about, do you even know who Fleetwood Mac is? Yes, they're my favorite fucking band, and I've really seen them live. Nick. That really got Nick. Yeah, got, it was just that like... That really heated Nick up. Quit generalizing, like, a whole generation of people. I, I also, the guy I worked with recently was, like, the same way. He would yeah. constantly assume I didn't know what re- certain references were, and it was like... Sometimes, yeah, you're gonna catch. It's gonna you're gonna catch me. Yeah, it's gonna be a reference. Yeah, that I don't get. But most of the time, it's you just being an asshole for sure. Anyways, that's side. That's a sidebar. Yeah, okay. this guy sucked. Nicholas and I are in our feelings right now, so we just had to get that out. Um, 
uh, Aquarius confidence got people kind of worked up. Mm-hmm. I, I it's giving me Violet Chachki vibes. What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? Oh, oh. that's right. And Eureka had some things to say about it, as uh, as if she's one to talk. I know she's literally said things that Vixen was criticizing her for, and that the world is clearly seeing Eureka be guilty of. Yeah. It was, oh, if you don't learn to, you know, it's good to enter a room big and loud, but if you don't learn to work with others, people are going to start being annoying. And it's like, Eureka is the one that needs to hear that, which I think <laughs> is very common in like psychology. It's like, well, projecting. But Aquaria to me is not f- like w- not suffering in this department at no. all. It's okay to be outwardly confident. She's not like stomping over people in challenges. She's also kind of has a bit of a real realistic approach to what it is. She's like, I'm going to have to, if I want to win this competition, which I do, I'm going to have to beat all you bitches. Like that's just the reality. Of and the she, I think she sees herself in the correct light. She's yeah. killing them. Yeah. She, she's right now. I think she's number one. She, she yeah. has won two challenges. She has not has lip synced. And yeah. at the time she won the two challenges, it was only her and Eureka. And Eureka lip synced once this season, right? Yeah, she's already now she's lip synced twice. Yeah, Asia has done once. Yeah, so get out of here. Oh yeah, it was Eureka versus um, Calorie. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so uh, then we get a little. Um, she had already had done hers is <laughs> from Stephen Colbert. Yes, she done already done had hers is. You know, plus him. No, I like loved bless it. Him. Yeah, I love it. I couldn't tell if you were saying bless him like in a southern way. Oh, bless his little heart. No, I it's I think that was like a major challenge to be a straight white man coming onto the drag race and like like well, giving gay. Luckily he had a little help because Trebek broke the ground before. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Groundbreaking. Oh, you're right, you're right. Um but Colbert's like just I don't so char- I like loved it. this was like my favorite. These are so stupid and small, but yeah. this is like my favorite of these. I I love it when you they can surprise you like yeah. with something it's it's like the lisa kudrow appearance you're like <laughs> yeah. what are you doing here why even come on it was so funny but this one like really worked for me this was just funny yeah it was good and then he came back and narrated breast world <laughs> yeah which like <laughs> it was sort of unnecessary yeah. I, was, I guess it didn't take very much longer though. well oh uh, well actually speaking of all of this so uh, i recently re- you loaned me your season five dvds and i decided to rewatch uh all of season five uh-huh. and I, I, that season they had a bunch of the guest judges record things in front of a green screen no i know the and world that was knows. so weird if you haven't seen season five it's insane i'm like how do they get all of these people to agree to do this like every time they had a guest judge on they said part of your contract is we're just gonna have you in front of a green screen we're gonna shoot you from above and we're gonna have you wave at a bus going by like pretend there's a bus going by. and they also had him in the music video at the end too yeah i know it was weird and bad (laughs) so weird it's so weird and so bad that season's incredible but that the choices that were made were not and then they had that mini challenge, which was matching boxers. And I was think I was thinking when I watched that episode, man, they got to bring this fucking back. Yeah. Cause it's what a great challenge. And then here we are secreted it. Yeah. Although I'm, uh, it was the best. This is the best thing. I'm like, yeah, we need this. It's so great to see men be objectified. Yes. I love it. God, I love it. It's needed, you know? Yeah. And it's healing. Also rewinding back to Dragon, man, how much trade there was at Dragon? That's right. There was too much trade at Dragon. Although no one was like giving, like, like meet me in the bathroom. That uh, also, but j- there wasn't like shirtless guys in underwear, which I kind of thought for some reason there might be. There was a few. There's some good yeah. boys, but I guess they were a part of like yeah, booths, booths and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying missed opportunity, people. <laughs> um, the underwear though, yes, was terrible. Oh yeah, that brand. Nobody. I hope nobody buys that underwear <laughs> brand. That they need to go out of business. That's terrible they're underwear. They're trying to uh, help your butt, right? It, it, it made you pump it up. But it like, made it, the butts look so tiny and it, squished. It was like compressed, like boxers. You don't want. I don't want spanks on an, a fat ass. I want my fat ass to be accentuated. <laughs> I thought it was like um um like a wonder bra for men. Well, I mean, that's like not to lift. a new idea that there's the stitching like, like on a boxer brief. It's already kind of there. Yeah, it's like an upside down heart. So like it can like lift up the butt. But like that seemed like it compressed it in. So everyone's butt looks so small. They look crazy. And I have I have a small butt. Famously, notoriously hey, small don't, butt. Don't say that. It's small. It's smaller than a teaspoon. 
<laughs> so if I put those underwear on, it's only going to, it's going to be like, um, it's just going to look like a donut. It's just gonna look like it's just gonna squeeze my butt into making it look like a tiny little donut in the center, and if you have a big butt, you don't need it. No, no, I, I, I'd rather wear butt padding. I don't understand how they made like big muscly guys' assholes look like they were uh, toddlers. Also, I have to say, Eureka's like, oh my god, these men—they kept coming, and there was a flavor for everyone, whatever your type is. There, if yeah, if if that's assuming everyone's type is the same exact body (laughs) (laughs) but just different like shades of hair color yeah (laughs) anyways yeah that's fair uh like if i like a bigger guy you know if i like a daddy there was none there was there was no daddies so thank you eureka but no thank you um so they play that asia gives us charm 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 and aquaria Mm -hmm. wins uh, allowing her to assign roles for Breast World, the main challenge. Which she faltered. Which she faltered. She she claims to falter. I actually think the role she she got for herself wasn't that bad. No. No, but she like sat with it and learned how to work it. But she faltered in the sense of that she just decided to give everyone what they wanted. Yeah. She shouldn't have done that. It's sort of just an interesting... Like, you would have to really read that and be like, okay, who do I want to sabotage? And who do I... like? Yeah, I don't know if it's about sabotage. I just think like she... I just think she, I don't know. I, I It felt like she was heard all that criticism that they had towards her and she got insecure and she decided to like, fine, I'll, I'll show that I'm a nice person and I'll do this. Yeah. Thing. And I was like, don't, don't let them get to you. Rube called her out on it. But what would you have done if you were to assign those roles? It's like, to me, I'm like any, anybody could have killed any of them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. The worst one was Cameron's. So whoever you want to sabotage, I'd say put in that role. Because you're yeah. just the straight man. The straight man's harder to to make work. I think yeah. it takes more talent to make a straight man work than it is to just be like, do a wacky gay thing, Aquaria. And for you people who are not in the comedy world, a straight man is just essentially the person who's the neutral in the scene. Yeah. So Cameron was like the person who was kind of like, I mean, especially this straight man was sort of like a Debbie Downer. Yeah. Like, what is this? I don't like it. What is this? And then had to have like an emotional moment at the end, which is like... <laughs> Not that, I mean, it wasn't like, first off, it wasn't earned. It was like a yeah. crazy moment to be like, all of a sudden be like, I now I get gay people. It just felt like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Can we talk about the script for this was how bad it was and that they're still doing Sarah Palin impersonation things like for conservatives. It's uh-huh, like, yeah, I think it's she's too, the most you, recognizable. Maybe, maybe, I guess it could have been Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, but where's the pun? Oh, yeah, we can't have par- Parasailin or Ferris. What was it? Parasailin. Pa- Come on, that's a stretch. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Para? Who names their daughter Para? Yeah, but it's like Parasailing. I get it. <laughs> okay. It was, I know what they were trying to do. I just don't agree with it. <laughs> okay. It was really bad writing. They needed right. to hire a whole new batch of like challenge producers and writers. I'll take it. I'll take that job in a day. Only and a, a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me 24 Remember hours. Remember how I told you you like always mess up things? Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> give me 24 hours and I'll take that job. I just need to wrap up some loose ends. <laughs> my other, my other stuff. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. The script was weird. And then they got into this place. This is, <laughs> the show has become so like, like it was subversive at one point, I think. It's like, you know, we're watching drag queens and you're, but you're like, oh my God, all of a sudden I'm feeling for gay people. Now it's just outwardly like Democrats are right. Republicans are wrong. <laughs> I I mean, yeah, it's like gotten really political in the most recent years, which I understand why. Yeah. I feel like, you know, gay people have more of a right to but also preach like, in that way, but they, they didn't know what they wanted to do with the script. <laughs> Like, that's the thing is like it's supposed to be Westworld, but like they barely it's just drag queen androids. What like yeah, drag queen android. You visit a world you don't know who a robot is and or who's real. Drag queen, uh, super gay robots, and then in the end they teach you stuff about gay culture, and gay politics, and the importance of acceptance. I think I think uh, it's pretty clear. The Westworld, uh, that was one of their lands, but they had to close it like right away because it had no interest. Yeah. Nobody wanted to go. I would go. I think it's charming. <laughs> also, the way your uh, Eureka, like Eureka and um, Aquarius characters 
have they're very funny to me those characters are funny yeah also again i'm going to reiterate this that redheaded pig crew guy needs to go <laughs> oh, oh yeah the acting he, you didn't like his acting i he, i'm just done with him like i'm done with him yeah and i love redheads and i don't care how tasty he looks he needs to go this might be his last season they do have Good. expiration dates except for jason yeah jason's been there since jason's evergreen since season one i think or two jesus i know it's fucked um <laughs> I also have to say, Michelle and Ross are terrible directors. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're so bad. Jeez. It's so funny. There's, there's very little help you get when someone just says, no, that's bad. And then just tells you how to do it in their voice. Yeah. But you're never, I'm never, I'm not, can't replicate you. <laughs> just do it like this. I mean, there are certain things where it's like, you need to know how to say Ivy Winters. And if you can roll your R's, sure. Try it like that. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, I, I have, we've talked about this with comedy people before. How I, <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no way you guys can hear this, but an ice cream truck just pulled out outside. <laughs> <laughs> if you can hear it, know that we are tempted. <laughs> it's right there, uh, all the way in Big Bear. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Where were we? Uh, so we know from the comedy world that we like we've had teachers who will sit there and give us the note of how they would do things. Yeah. Um, because they don't see what our point of view is. Yeah. As opposed to being like, well, let me find out what your point of view is and like nudge you more in a direction that works with your point of view. Uh huh. Yeah. And I cannot stand that. It's like no, I don't want. Especially for non-actors, yeah. people who are like trying. Cameron is not a, not an actor, right? So to to help Cameron, you probably should find out what Cameron's strengths are and then work with those rather than be like, "No, I'm not buying it. Do it again. I need to believe you." It's just like, yeah. okay, well, fuck. I have. It's like you don't. She doesn't have any tools in her tool belt to pull from. Yeah, I will say with Cameron, something I saw with the lip sync, with the challenge, and with her runway was that she's she can only go to a ten and stay at it, but she can stay at a ten. Yeah. Which can be like it was great for the lip sync. Interesting, huh? Her personality is like at a one, and, and then when she wants to turn it on, she can turn it on like so loud. Yeah, huh? I would even say her share was like a ten. It was like a ten. Like it wasn't. You lost me. I would say her share is not a ten. Her share is probably more like a, a healthy seven. But like, it's not like for that era though. I think it was she was limited not by the the herself but by what share she got yeah but you could have gone i mean the, the share challenge if she was less adept at playing share she could have gone like the big old girl hello I, this is terrible she was, she was the one who had the best like she won so yeah i thought she played that like kind of as natural and down to earth as she could have that's the one exception though in my eyes hmm. um other than well, that, it felt she's... like a 10 to me, Chad. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. Saying nope, you, you are. Feel. It feels like you're attacking me right now. What I feel, I said I felt. <laughs> she was at a seven. Um, oh, hey, guys, that ice cream track is coming back. I think maybe we'll take a, a little commercial break. We'll <laughs> get a little, uh, what do I want? A Choco Taco? Oh, a Choco Taco. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be inspired by uh, Asia O'Hare and get a little Tweety Bird. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll be right back. Bye. Yummy. <laughs> that like, was so yummy. Did you like your delicious treat? Yeah, it was like that artificial fruit flavor. Yum, yum, yum. yum. <sighs> um, I wanted to quickly say before we moved on from this challenge, two things. One, I wanted to say that the funniest, one of the funniest things, there's two funny moments. Okay. Okay. Second place goes to Eureka's terrible gut acting. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got even funnier when you saw the final, like the laser come out. It really made me laugh. Like in a way... I don't like it's. You never <laughs> just, get to laugh. I was gonna say a really sad comment. It's not true. I laugh all the time, but like with friends, watching stuff, I, it's hard. It's like takes me. It takes me a lot. I think to like laugh out loud genuinely, especially at yeah. Drag Race. I'm usually laughing as I'm shocked or something. But the way that the laser came out of the gun, like genuinely, really made me laugh. Like, tickled me really, really a lot last night. And then this, the funniest thing, and dare I say, this is the funniest comment. It made me laugh so hard the, of the season. And I'd love, I welcome challengers. I am on, I'm waiting on you, I breath. think you know what I'm going to say. I just don't know if you thought the same. Is Asia saying, don't 
uh, don't accept a role based on the description. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it was something like, what do you think Nicole Kidman gets a script? And it's like, oh, you're going to play a, a housewife in the 50s. You're going to wear a blonde wig and you're going to have a yellow car. Okay, great. I'll take it. No, you wait, you read the script and then you say yes, yeah, six months later. <laughs> something about that. I, it made me, I think I'm falling in love with her. So it's like yeah. everything she says is. Asia is a magical being. Yeah. She, I don't think she's, of she's a magical earth. bitch, darling. That's how she fails. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's from this planet. I don't. Whoa! I think she's fucking conspiracy. Conspiracy. She's from where then? Uh, Venus or Glamtron or whatever. Where's Alaska from? That's the one. Um, yeah. That's Maybe all? Alaska's uh, Asia from the future coming back to say you're going to win this season. Of- that's a crazy. <laughs> that's a crazy cartoon. I'd like to watch. <laughs> um, okay, so that's my. Those are my comments on yep. that. And then, uh, do we dare? Do we dare take it to the runway? Do we dare? I think we do. Do we truth or dare? Oh, we didn't talk about Cracker or Monet. Monet quickly was doing well with the ad-libs and the improv. Monet was really great. She definitely uh, redeemed herself from her past bad experiences with acting. And then Cracker was middle. Cracker was bad. Cracker wasn't bad, bad though. It's different. Like this, there we're so there's so much talent right now that if you're if you're middle, you're the worst. I watching it, I think Cracker was really bad. Okay. I think like it just seems so like like she was at a two or three like come like she was trying too hard and like reeling herself back in constantly. She does have like the keys to unleash herself from the cage that she's keeping herself mm-hmm. in mentally, but she's just not she can't find them or she doesn't want to do it yet. Yeah, Every, a lot of people have been saying this, but she's definitely like got the Katya vibes. Yeah, like, she's her own worst enemy. Absolutely, yeah. She is a good narr- she's a good narrator of the show though. I thought oh. Monet more. Yeah. But, Mo- uh, yeah, Monet and Monique. Yeah. And honestly, Asia. Yeah. Okay, so Cracker's like just... It's Cracker's crazy. not she, great. She was a front runner for so long, and she, then she's just not. Yeah. Yeah, she's not great. I thought she was going to win. I thought she was going to be in the bottom this week, and it's a shame she wasn't. I could see her go. Like, she, yeah. to me, is the next to go. I won't miss her. I wouldn't... I think maybe they're setting it up for Aquaria Cracker in the bottom two next week. I've seen that. I've heard that. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. That drama I don't care about anymore, though. I, I don't, guess it but would I think be it'd satisfying. be fun to see. It'd be cool if it was... Aquarius um, is going to send Cracker home. Yeah. It would be cool to see it um, if they were dressed similarly, too. It would be sad if it was Monet and Cracker and Monet sent Cracker home. Because mm-hmm, they're, they're like, sisters. 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 Or uh, aunt. Uh, Monet is a, uh, Cracker's aunt. Yeah. Drag aunt. Auntie. Um, okay, so take it to the runway. Um, category is? Category is clitoral prolapse. <laughs> that was actually, that was probably the funniest moment of the episode for me. You loved that, was, yeah. Uh, yeah, RuPaul interacting with the guest judges and doing an immediate callback to clitoral prolapse. Um, Abby and Alana were also great, we'll just say real quick. They yeah. were, like had a lot to contribute and are genuine fans of the show and yeah. of RuPaul, so they were welcomed. Yeah. Um, Breath of fresh air. Yeah. And then Silver Foxy Runway. So, boy oh boy. I actually didn't... This this runway, to me, it was, was like great. medium. I liked some the high theme. highs, but like people really liked Cracker's runway. I didn't. I don't like it. It looked terrible. She did not look old. She looked like Space Cracker. It should I have under- been her Mars look. Exactly. I think in the context of this runway, I didn't like it. Like In general, I'm like, yeah, that, that queen looks amazing. And I love the plumped lip. That was really fun. Yeah. And the overall vibe, I get it. That's like very like... New York, like Manhattan, rich bitch, probably a lot of Botox. Yeah. Probably not far off. I just feel like she didn't try to age herself that much. No. She looked like a 35-year-old maybe, which I think is like close to her age anyways. Did Eureka try to do any aging makeup at all? Barely. Yeah. Eureka also failed it for me because that, I mean, they talked about it. Her look was just like a recycled, like I had this robe and I thought this might work for it. None of it made sense though. It's like you're oh you're older so you have white hair kind of. Okay. Yeah. And glasses. Reading glasses. It's too easy. I mean uh, I want you to think about it. I will say even though she was in the bottom I thought Cameron had the best look. Like she Doy. Went, she went for it. Undeniable. No one is And had a character. Nobody will argue that. Cameron yeah. is killing the runway every single episode. I don't, I almost I'm so glad we got to see Cameron lip sync but I don't think she'd made I, deserved it. I don't think she deserved to be in the bottom. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe it should have been Cracker. I think it should have been Cracker and Eureka. Uh-huh. Um, Cracker would have gone home. 
probably yeah. for sure. Well, well, Cracker's actually seen, a pretty good lip syncer. Yeah, you're right. Um, but damn, oh damn. Okay, we'll save that. So overall, let's just talk about our favorites. So, or just talk about them quickly. So Eureka, we said Aquaria. They shaded meh. because it was what? It was like high fashion with a. No, I know, but why did they shade it? They said it. She didn't look old. It was like. Why did they not shade Cracker for that? I don't. Because Aquaria actually did look old to me. She did, yeah, I. She. I don't know. She, she made her hairline, like older. Which just like that's a very cool detail to think about. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was. With, like they really missed the mark on. Cracker. And I don't remember the name of the model uh, that she was referencing. Oh yeah, but it, if you've seen that, it's like that's exactly who I thought of when she walked out. Oh wait, is this like someone who still continues to model in their older age? Like yeah, and I don't know. If, I, I there's like I don't know the story. I just know I've seen the pictures of this woman online, and she's just like a very cool kind of tatted up. Silver hair, like very huh. fashion forward person, very cool looking. And that was the direct inspiration behind it. And it totally worked. It totally worked and it totally read. The only thing I didn't like on it was the leggings with the tattoos because it didn't have, it didn't match her skin tone at all. Oh. So it looked like she was wearing like pants that had markings. Yeah, I didn't even notice the leggings with the tattoos. I just saw yeah. the dress and like her look. Yeah. Um, Monet did a very like campy fun out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with like the IV bags. Uh huh. I love that. I love yeah. going for that joke. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, the, the the criticism I agree with a little bit of just like, it's like, yeah, it's it's funny for a second, but then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's not, you know, it's not going to make you bowl over. I, I appreciate it more than I like hated it. Yeah. I mean, it was miles above what Eureka threw out there. It just gave me, I don't know why I have an aversion. It gave me like Shangela fat suit flashbacks mm. and it's nothing against like, oh, if it's okay to do or not. It's just that like those, that, that kind of like prop comedy doesn't like doesn't get me going it seems like you're sitting with some trauma chad <laughs> i got like someone abused me with um prop comedy with prop comedy <laughs> <laughs> carrot top was my let, stepdad oh my god yeah wow for 10 years for 10 years and every time i was grounded he would sit me in a room and just do his act on me that's torture <laughs> yeah that's absolute torture yeah. do you ever talk to him no no why not Ever since the divorce, I, I've I just refused. He tried to come in contact with me, and he sent me like front row tickets to his show and stuff. But I just I can't I can't see him. I'm, can't, that's yeah. too much history there. Where's he playing at? The Banana Rama, <laughs> in Dallas Fort Worth area. Oh, fun! I mean, that might have been just to check out the venue even. Absolutely, I want to check he, out. Will that you venue pay your there. airfare? Yeah, he was offering to pay my airfare, hotel, everything. He said, you can bring a couple friends. It'd be fun. I just want to see you again. I miss you. I still call you my son. I carry a picture of you in my big oversized wallet. Chad, maybe he wants to ask for forgiveness. I think he does, but here's the deal. When you were, uh, when, if, when my six-year-old self has very vivid memories of him doing his thing with whatever he would do. <laughs> <laughs> What's his stuff? He's like a prop <laughs> pun comic. He'd do like the arrow through the head thing. Yeah, and he'd be like, oh, I have an arrow through my head. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. What are like the top five carrot top jokes? I'd love to figure this out. Send them to us, guys. Send them to us, please. <laughs> New Zealand, send please. Um, uh, well, well, I'm glad you're like out of that trauma. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, you have to relive, uh, or not relive, but experience the trauma that was breast world that's right it was actually it wasn't the worst thing in the world these acting challenges are terrible usually anyways back to runway what are we doing um <laughs> this, oh maybe we just because we talked about them all oh asia as paris island or asia as a, a geriatric drag queen I mean. yeah i like that look a lot i thought it was fun yeah they kind of shaded was, her on it i was like i don't think they knew what they wanted out of this challenge apparently like they just wanted i think they wanted a what a bunch of botox bimbo looking fashion high fashion things uh-huh because, I mean, if you're, like, the only person they praised was, like, Cracker, really. I yeah. guess Cameron, but... Yeah, I mean, Cameron was undeniable. That was beautiful and perfect. They wanted them to age themselves and say, like, I guess a little bit of, like, what you will look like when you're that old. To me, yeah. th that's why I was like, Asia works, because you're doing, like... Yeah, she was wearing, like, a pageant bodysuit mm -hmm. and but like it was everything else was like a bit of a mess yeah and uh the flip-flops were funny the eating the holes chip, she acted it up the holes in the the stockings also we have to give cameron props for that pill bit that was really good <sighs> oh she God. acted her way into 
the bottom. <laughs> I was going to say she acted in a way to like help save her performance, but yeah, I don't, I thought for sure she wasn't going to be in the bottom. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's briefly talk about untucked. Yes. Um, well, I hadn't gotten a chance to watch it. Yeah. And I just finished watching it a couple hours ago. Uh, it was uneventful ever since the Vixen is gone. I think people are being very polite. Cameron is the focus mostly on this one, I will say. And oh. it's mainly about people trying to dig into her emotionally. I want to watch that. Yeah, but like she doesn't give it. I mean, mm. basically it's people saying, hey girl, you got to celebrate your wins. It's all of the stuff that kind of said in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And then she's she's like kind of quiet, keeping to herself. And they're like, what's going on? I can't see you through that mask. And she goes, well, I don't know why you guys are thinking you're going to be in the bottom. I'm definitely lip syncing. <laughs> and they're like, shut up. Oh my God, Cameron, stop it. She's like, no, I just, I know that I am. I'm not complaining. And they're like, you are so negative. Just like appreciate what you have. And she's like, no, I do. I just, I know I'm going to be lip syncing. <laughs> she was right. So sure. th- the whole thing to me is like them. It was like last week too, where they're like, you know, you're going to win. And she's like, I don't, I'm being real with myself. This is how I actually feel. And they're like, shut up. You have to feel something different. Yeah. I, it feels like Cameron really has a very good head on her shoulders and knows exactly who she, she is. is. Yeah. And doesn't like people can try to like, come in and say who, like tell her who she is but she's like I, you're i'm good yeah you don't need the, to. the the other thing that happened with it the whole it was very cameron focused this whole episode of untucked was cameron went, uh went out to smoke and eureka followed her because mm-hmm. you know why because eureka cannot not be on camera exactly um and basically like uh, i need to get into whatever cameron's talking about and i'm gonna try to make cameron cry it was so clear. She had the goal of making Cameron cry. Cameron was like, or your kid was like, why don't you uh, feel like you can express yourself very well? And she's like, well, I, I mean, my dad would never did. And I think I'm sort of just a product of my dad. He like never expresses emotions. I don't think I'll ever be able to get past that. And then she's like, how did that make you feel when your dad wouldn't express emotions? Got all soft and quiet. And I'm just like, oh. shut the fuck up. That's so disgusting. And she just did that for a while. And then Cameron, I don't know. Cameron had like a nice, it like opened her up a little bit, but overall the whole thing was just like reaffirming that Eureka to me is a very calculated mm-hmm. camera, camera ready, always whore. worried about. <laughs> yeah. <whore. laughs> um, it, even in the beginning of it, she was talking about, she's like, Oh, I'm definitely in the bottom. And then, people other people started talking and she kind of interrupted and was like well you guys have fun i'm gonna go learn my lip sync because i'm definitely talk i'm definitely gonna lip sync tonight just like re-inserting oh God. i don't know if I'm, you could hear the eye roll i just gave that was like a creaky door <laughs> your eyes are dry they are they're a little bit they're i need some visine please visine sponsored by visine um <laughs> so that was basically intact it was very like that's it yeah okay and then in the end because still want to watch they, it because i like cameron yeah for sure i mean it's worth a watch because they don't go home the end is kind of interesting because oh. it's like eureka and cameron and just doing a one-on-one in the back room kind of talking about oh. like oh my god we did it well, did you hear the audience loving us the cameramen were loving us everyone was like freaking out when it was oh. a double uh shante you stay and the one moment's kind of funny is eureka's like because of what we just did, we're going to be in the top three. Say it. Say it, Cameron. We are going to be in the top three. And then Cameron goes, uh, I'm going to be in the top three. And so are you. <laughs> <laughs> was it like an afterthought? The so I are you? I think so. Yeah. And I think it was also, she's like, I don't want to say this, but ugh, I guess I have to. Oh, man. That lip sync was fucking bananas. Yeah. So Asia was on the top. Asia or oh, Asia. Yeah. And I would say probably Monet. And then Aquaria. Well, yeah, Monet was like number two. And then Aquarius maybe number three. Um, who knows? But Asia won. I don't know if we des- I don't know if it's deserved. I think it is. Okay. I think her look was solid on the runway, despite their critiques, and I think she performed really well. I think the only other person was Monet. Yeah. And I think Asia's look was better than Monet's. Okay. I can get down with that. Yeah. Um, and then I will uh oh, we have the bottom. Sorry. It's Eureka. And Cameron. Cameron. And we've already... And Cracker squeaked her way out of that like a little mouse. I don't understand how. I really, really do not understand how. Yeah. It... 
all you cracker fans out there i don't you are lucky now but i also don't know how you're still cracker fans because she has not given me anything to be excited about really well i mean she's doing she's doing something really smart with her like review with the jew recaps i mean she started that before she got on the show Mm -hmm. but to continue it is very the katya or the Trixie of her season because she's establishing a fan base outside of the edit that she's getting. Yeah, yeah. So I think, and like before that she had some fame and notoriety. She's big in New York. Yeah. I, I mean, she isn't she's not a bad, bad queen. Like, she's underperforming yeah. because we had high expectations for her, which yeah. I think is the opposite of what Cameron's edit is. Yeah, that's overperforming are very low. I had literally Cameron to me was bottom. Yeah. I was like maybe first three out. Yeah. When I saw the promo look, I think we commented. Yeah. I I said how it just is so basic. It doesn't stand out to me at all. Which is never, it's never, you can never predict these seasons. No. I mean, I did predict, I'm going to say I predicted Asia. I predicted it. Didn't we both? Yeah. I think we both did. Yeah. Um, she and Aquaria, I think, were two that were like, people were like, yeah, they're probably going to the top. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, so then we get this lip sync that I, I, this season is just giving us the best lip syncs. Like overall, this will be known, I think, as the season that is like the best lip sync season. I don't know about that. What? Yeah. What else would be better? Um, I just think there was some underwhelming lip syncs. Like you had Eureka's performance was great against Calorie, but Calorie was bad. Yeah, Calorie and Vanessa's wasn't great. It was the elimination that was good. Yeah, that's um, fine. You had Monet, the first one when she sent uh, who she sent home. Who she sent? Yua. No, that was the second one. It was Dusty. Oh well, both of Monet's were incredible. Uh, but not because both of the people did performing only one. I think like the great lip syncs. It's both people, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um. So. I don't think it's, this is the first time it feels like. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I yeah. guess you're right. I I actually liked last week. So some people didn't, but I thought Vixen and Asia. I just well. think we've gotten really good ones this season for sure. Mm-hmm. Monet has given me some, I mean that like f- fake out. Yeah, that was great. That was incredible. <laughs> that was I feel like I'm spacing so on the other one. There was like a couple really good moments. Um. Anyway. Yeah. This one was, this one was probably the top of the season. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And Eureka surprised the fucking shit out of my butthole. (laughs) She surprised the shit out of your butthole? Yeah. She surprised you so much that you shit out of your butthole? Yeah. That's disgusting. And Why would you let our audience know that? What? I'm I'm an open book. Ask me anything. Um, When was the last time you had your period? (laughs) I haven't. I've never had it. I don't think I ever will get it. Uh, Honey. Honey, what? I'm not buying it, honey. You think I've had a period? Honey, I'm not buying it. It's got too many miles on it, honey. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you switched directions somewhere. <laughs> it didn't tell me. Gotta keep up, baby. <laughs> okay, just <laughs> give me a map at least. I'm not buying it. All right. <laughs> too many miles. Well, uh, so they, the, I mean, the, the, the we don't need to speak anymore on this lip sync because it's just like, I'm in awe. They, I mean, they had so many good moments. Cameron surprised the hell out of us. Eureka, Eureka honestly surprised me. That like mopping the floor with her <laughs> pussy, bu- with her budgie. Yeah, her vajayjay. Yeah, was was funny and great, incredible. She just like constantly was giving it. I thought she was gonna lose too because her slow reveal of the robe was kind of weird, and then she yeah. sort of like took a long time walking in the background. Mm-hmm. While I feel like Cameron, like to me, Cameron probably was. Uh, winner yeah more than eureka yeah because cameron was a 10 the whole fucking time but how do you say goodbye to eureka for that i know you can't it was so good it was too good also the bar we watched it i was like i was regretting going to the bar because they we're not going to name drop it but but um they the volume was at like illegal levels (laughs) it was low yeah no illegal what legal the volume of the episode you thought it was too high? You? What's wrong with your hearing? <laughs> this is crazy. I don't remember. Wait, what? <laughs> the volume at the bar of the show was criminal. It was so loud. Really? Criminal. This is this is really opening up. <laughs> how I think you I think your ears might be 
messed up. I, I think I have I have my hearing slightly off, but <laughs> oh my god, what if this is really a <laughs> discovery? I I mean I I don't know. I think probably I will blast my music on the loudest volume. It was so loud that like I for like for real I was plugging my ears like half the episode. Oh my god! And it was driving me insane because we'd be like, oh, this is so fucking loud, and then the like s's and the p's and all that we were like popping 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 as i'm doing right now and it just was like no reprieve i couldn't take a break from it and then it'd be like great commercial time and then the host would and the host would just shriek <laughs> about how young gays don't understand anything for five minutes while commercial was happening his job was suppo- her job was supposed to give out drink tickets it took forever to do that they didn't even do it they were, she didn't even get out like, she had three bottles to give out and she only gave out one and then just hated it. Anyways, all that to say, this lip sync saved the episode or saved the experience, Your experience yeah. of it. Because I was like, now I would have been so upset if we weren't at the gay bar because watching that lip sync in front of a bunch of gays was, we were cheering. Everyone was alternate. like, everyone basically in unison recited uh, jungle kitties verse. Yes. It was so magic. I loved it. It was a beautiful moment, and as much as I don't like Eureka, there's no denying that she also turned it out. Yeah, she turned it out. Turned it out. And because of that, that means... No eulogy. We don't have a funeral to attend. What? Yeah. I don't like... I know you don't ever wish to go to a funeral. <laughs> yeah. No, you I never do. do. Like, you now. just miss the routine of it, I think. Yeah. You um, miss... If, if you went to a funeral every day or every week, you would miss not going, I think. God, if I had a dollar for every funeral I've been to... Holler. It would be a millionaire. A dollar makes me holler, honey boo boo. <laughs> honey boo boo chop. Should we give a eulogy to something, anything we want? Um, what do you have in mind? I don't know. This is kind of fun. Um, <laughs> this is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What do we want to get? Um, uh, Could do like a eulogy to like, um, okay, let's think. Like the old Taylor Swift. Because <laughs> she's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> We're so on. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, old Taylor Swift um, I remember riding the bus in high school and they would play the country music station and your early stuff before you were the pop diva that you are <laughs> um, would come on and I remember you came to my hometown you were only 16 years of age you were a shiny uh, bright little twink <laughs> And you uh, slowly got corrupted, and um, I'm, I wish better for you. Wow, very earnest. <laughs> um, okay. I want to just say to you, old Taylor, you were, I would say, maybe my least favorite musician slash country music star every time you came on the radio i remember thinking boy oh boy i don't miss being young <laughs> i was i was maybe 19 when you really broke into the big time yeah the pop music pop music world and i just remember thinking this is not for me anymore you were my wake-up call into thinking i am an adult now so i thank you for that first off first and foremost Second, you really have given us um, so much drama, and for that, we're ever in debt. I mean, yeah. without you, our our pop culture landscape would just be—I don't know what does a what's a flat state, Oklahoma? Yeah. Without you, we'd be living in Oklahoma, but with you, we're in Montana, dr- drama-wise. Yeah. High peaks, low values, valleys. <laughs> There's a, there, there it is, is again. Um, High peaks and low valleys. I got another one. Um, uh, are you not done? Uh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Um, Taylor, old Taylor, I really think if we look back from your beginning to when you died, we can trace it to the beginning of Trump America. I think you're to blame for Trump America. Taylor Swift is the reason that Donald Trump is president of the United States. I mean, she is she for sure problematic when it comes to the election. Oh, yeah. She didn't say anything. It was too little too late. She came out at the end and she was like at a voting booth on the day of. She was like, I di- I'm with I'm with one of the candidates. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm with one of them. It was very that. She didn't give any details about who she was voting for, but it was like, I, if I were to say something, I might lean towards one of them. <laughs> who has a, um, a type of genital. And type. one of them wears a suit. I will probably go for that person. <laughs> so oh, anyways, Taylor. to the old Taylor, we, um, we, in Taylor's name, we pray. To the old, in the old Taylor's name, we pray. Say bon, say bon. Yeah, I'm pussy bitch. Ooh la 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 la. No, say bon. Oh god. Mocha chocolata, yeah. You can take my snatch. Drag it up, wheel it out. Give me more. Take it to the ball. Oh my god. Are you okay? I'm here. What happened? You went crazy. You just you went into the jungle kitty verse again. Oh my gosh, it's so tired. It's so tired. It's so tired. What happened? I'm raining. <laughs> well okay well chad is waking up i will plug our shit uh guys follow us on instagram twitter facebook it's how is she though pod t-h-o-p-o-d and you know what don't forget to rate and review us on itunes give us that five star review we we desperately want it we need you if you're a fan of the show and you know anybody who loves rupaul's drag race tell them about our show have them come and listen to some episodes we got a nice catalog there Absolutely. A back catalog full of a lot of uh, lingerie ads. That's right, Biatch. <laughs> oh, and we're going to start actually making lingerie ads, so sign up for our mailing list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, MailChimp. Mail, mail ads. How is she, though? At MailChimp.Squarespace.Squattypotty. Uh, <laughs> slash SquattyPotty.com. Slash I love me some Squarespace. <laughs> I love me some Squarespace. Uh, I think that's it for us. It and, is. Um, we cannot wait to meet you all here next week. We're going to be attacking. Attacking. Yeah. The makeover challenge, which we cannot wait because I have feelings about Frankie Grande. Oh, who doesn't? That's right. All right. Until maybe that, Ariana Grande. Uh, she doesn't have feelings. About no, she definitely does. <laughs> she probably has the most feelings about Frankie Grande. All right. Until next time. Bye bye. How is she though? like a best friend. Send me home. Send me home. Send me home. Send me home.